Hello and welcome to the Tuesday, October 11th edition of the Locked On Lease Podcast. David Morissuti with Mike DeStefano. On today's show, we're going to continue Monday's podcast where we're going to be giving our season predictions. Yes, technically the NHL regular season started with those games overseas, but everybody else is going to be starting on Wednesday. So Mike and I want to make sure we got our predictions in before puck drop. We're going to go over everything from Stanley Cup predictions. Who is going to make it? Who's going to win it? Division winners. And Mike and I are also going to give our bold predictions for the season. You're not going to want to miss it today on Locked on Leafs. Your Locked on Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back into the Locked On At Least podcast. I'm Mike DiStefano with Dave Morissuti. We're your hosts here on the show. Uh, just a reminder that if you're new with us here at Locked On Least, if it's your first time listening uh, to us, we appreciate taking the time. But we do daily shows Monday to Friday all season long. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts and also up on YouTube. So make sure that you're subscribing, getting that content each and every day, all Leafs all the time. Sometimes we break away from the Maple Leafs, though, David. And since the season officially is underway and it starts on, uh, well, I guess technically today, if most people are listening to this on Tuesday, we're recording this Monday night. So we're going to do our season-wide predictions, all right? Season-wide predictions. So we're going to go through our division winners. We're going to go through who we think will win the President's Trophy, our Stanley Cup matchup. And we've got a bold prediction for this season. Dave? Why don't you go first? You let me know who you believe are going to be the division winners in the NHL this season. Yeah. So my uh, so my division winners, I have the New York Rangers winning the Metro, just beating out the Carolina Hurricanes. I think mean, that's going to be a big battle going into this season. I think both teams are, are pretty loaded, top to bottom. Got the Leafs winning the Atlantic division. Um, we talked about their over and no, I think Florida takes a step back Tampa. There'll be a battle there with Tampa. I have the Nashville predators winning the central. I like, I like the predators. I think they, they got the goaltending. I think they're just going to beat out Colorado because I think Colorado, their goaltending. I'm not, I'm not sold on it, but yeah, like, and, and they, you're given that now, right? Yorgiev and Francouz, right? Yeah. I don't know if like that's I know Kemper wasn't great in the playoffs, but he was really good in the regular season. And he yeah. played and he played a good chunk of games. Plus no Kadri. No Kadri as well. There were I think New Hook is gonna be their second line center. So I Maybe I think it'll be Rodriguez, but yeah. Or I've even yeah, that's not much better, unfortunately. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. So like, so I think not. I think Nashville. I mean, look, they've already got off to a good start, two and zero to start the season. Yeah. Absolutely, I, I like the Predators a lot this year. I thought they. Um, I think if Saro stays healthy, they'll be really good. Pacific, uh, I'm gonna go with the Calgary Flames. I I just think uh, Jonathan Huberdeau. He looked really good in preseason. I think Mackenzie Weger is gonna be a nice addition on that blue line. Going up against, you know, I think the Oilers are going to be right behind them. I think it's going to be a fight between those two, which 
I think a lot of Flav fans and and, and uh, Oilers fans will enjoy. So that's what I have as my division predictions. So we are agreeing on 50% of them. So uh, I also agree that the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to come out victorious, win the division, um, and be the number one seed, which hopefully gives them a much better advantage than in years past when it comes to their, uh, you know, who they have to play in round one. And let's hope that this is the year, pal. Let's hope that this is the year they get through it. But I do have them as the top team in the Atlantic through the regular season. Uh, as for the Metro, I have the Hurricanes winning the Metro. So, you know, you did say that it's going to be close, and I agree with you. I, I went back and forth over New York and, and Carolina, and I, I like Carolina as uh, just a little bit more, just a little more. I think that they're a little deeper. Like, that's just an unbelievable blue line. They added Brent Burns, which is going to kind of add some offense to that blue line as well. Um, I think Svechnikov's going to have himself a, a big year. You know, Sebastian Ajo, they went and they picked up um, – who else did they pick up? Paul well, Stastny. They picked up Paul Stastny to kind of round out some depth down deeper into the lineup. They also have uh, technically That's Max Pacioretty. He's going to be injured to start the year, but that'll be a nice addition midway through the season, add a little bit more of a punch. I just like what they've done. And Freddie Anderson knows how to play games in the regular season. Whether or not it works out in the playoffs remains to be seen. But he can win you some games in the regular season. So I got the Hurricanes win the Metro. I'm with you on the Flames win the Pacific Division. I think that what they've been able to accomplish this offseason, the, the really quick on-the-fly overhaul of their team, makes them stronger. This is a stronger team in my mind. Adding Huberto, Weger, and and Kadri, I think is just a better trio than Goudreau and uh, Goudreau, Kachuk, and Good Branson, I guess, would be the other guy who who left. And, yeah, Uyghur's a, a much better improvement on Eric Good Branson. So I like the Flames. I got the goalie as well. They're incredibly deep up front and on the blue line. Um, I've got them as my Pacific winners. And I actually have the Minnesota Wild winning the Central Ooh. Division. The Minnesota Wild, Marc-Andre Fleury, kind of turn the clock back a little bit, get some victories, end up winning a bunch of games. Um, but I I think Caprizo is going to have himself a hell of a season, man. Like, this kid is so good. Matthew Boldy, who's a rookie last year, he was unbelievable. I think that he's going to have quite the sophomore campaign. Uh, Joel Erickson, ex, a terrific, terrific player. Ryan Hartman started coming into his own last year. And they've got a really solid blue line back there as well. So they're another team that top to bottom, deep, well-rounded physical team um, like Marcus Felino's an absolute ox, someone who I wanted on Toronto for a while, still would take him on the Maple Leafs as like a third or fourth line winger. Um, but I think the wild get it done. We're, it's funny. We're both, both of us uh, shading the, the reigning Stanley cup champion, Colorado avalanche. Eh? The Central's going to be a tough division. I think that's, what's going to make it harder for Colorado too like the wilder better well dallas Ask. is going to be in 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 the conversation i mean they'll be a competitive team there'll be a competitive team i think the preds are going to remain competitive there might be a bit i, I think they're going to be a competitive team again like i think i think colorado is going to have a tough year just because comp competition in the west did get tougher yeah just, that's, like, they they kind of ran rough shop in the in the west i don't think that's going to happen this year and what kind of hangover are they going to have too Oh yeah, and there's just so many 
Just a lot of turnover on that team. Lots of turnover. Yeah. And uh, Kadri was a pretty big piece to that team who's no longer uh, no longer with the club. So, yeah, interestingly, we both uh, don't have Colorado winning. I've got the Wild. You've got the Preds. We both had the Flames and Leafs winning their divisions. You've got the Rangers winning the Metro. I've got the Hurricanes winning the Metro. All right, everyone, we're going to continue with our NHL season predictions, and you'll want to stick around for quite a few more that Mike and I will be dropping. But we have to take a quick break so we can talk about one of our show sponsors, and that's one of our favorites in Built Bar. You haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet. You are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's actually healthy for you. As you know, all of Built Bar Puffs are roughly 160 calories. And with the cookie dough chunk puffs, they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. So run to boat.com to snag a box for you and your family. It will be the perfect treat. Or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Whatever floats your boat. We don't judge. What's great about Build is that all of their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar. They taste better than a candy bar. Dish the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built bar. And if you need a little extra incentive, go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. So that's promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off at Built.com. As for the President's Trophy, though, David, for who finishes this season, the regular season, with the most points in the National Hockey League, David Morissuti believes it will be? The Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, this guy's calling his shot. Explain explain yourself. I, I just think that, first off, Colorado won it last year. They're definitely not winning it. I think it's going to be between the Leafs and the Flames. That's going to be Colorado the Colorado didn't win last year. Florida. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Why did You're I think also not winning, winning it this year, though? Well, then Florida's not winning it, but Colorado yeah. was close. They weren't that yeah, far. Yeah, they were second, I believe. That's right. Uh, I, I just think the I think I, I think the Leafs are better. I, I think they're gonna treat this regular season a lot different this year. I think they sh- in my opinion, they should be. They should be trying their best to make it known that we're gonna be the best team during the regular season, get that division spot. Make life as e- well, make life easier, but just don't don't let teams sleep on the Leafs. Really, they're gonna think that we can come in here, throw the Leafs off the game. The Leafs, I think, are are realizing that they were too easy to play against at times last year. Sheldon Keith during training camp was way more intense during some of the practices, where he basically stopped practice and says, "Like you guys are not being physical enough. You're not doing enough." He was pushing them hard. I think Willie was saying like they're skating a lot more than they've ever really done. They are really pushing this year, I think. So I think the Flames are going to be the biggest contender for the President's Trophy out in the West. I just think the Leafs, they're going to treat this regular season a lot different than they have in the past. I also have the Maple Leafs win the President's (laughs) Trophy. Same reason? I do. 
I do. And like, sure, you could call us biased for being locked on Leafs. And are we, you know, playing to the crowd perhaps, but. I don't think our audience would agree with us if we listen to the YouTube comments. Yeah, that's true. They think we're idiots, but (laughs) sometimes we are idiots, Dave. Sometimes we are idiots. We're a bunch of Italian idiots. What do you want? That's what we are, right? And this could be an idiotic take, but like when I look at last year's team that had 115 points, this team's better. I, I believe that this squad is better. They're deeper up front. They're deeper on the blue line. And when you look at the goaltending that the Maple Leafs got from January, December even, onward, this was sub-900 goaltending. From January onward, Jack Campbell was an 886 goalie. Mm -hmm. They got 887 goaltending from January onward. It was disgusting. And they still went on to have the greatest year in Maple Leafs history, statistically. Yes. So... Do I think that this team can better that? I do. I absolutely do. And I think they can pick up wins against teams. that, Like, from what happened last year to this year, if if what you're saying is correct, where they'll take this year a little bit more seriously, it'll be an all-business type of year, they should be able to play – they shouldn't be playing down to opponents anymore. And the amount of losses and points they left off the table by playing down to their opponents, losing – valuable points to teams that were under 500 was embarrassing, despicable. If this team truly has learned its lesson from that and believes, Hey, we need to win this division. And in order to win this division, we clearly are going to need to also win those games against the crap teams. So we need to play our game each and every night and have them play our game. We can't play down to our opponents anymore. Call me naive for thinking that, you know, through so far through the regular season or through the, the the preseason, rather. I know it's only preseason, but they haven't played down to their opponent. They've mopped the floor with their crappy opponents, Montreal, Ottawa, and, uh, and Detroit. Completely mopped the floor with them all. So I, I, I think you could look at that and say the mentality might be a little different. Sure, some of those guys were fighting for jobs. Some of them weren't even NHLers, and they weren't playing against NHLers. But I just have this feeling that there's a different mentality with this group this year. Based on what I'm hearing out of them with the media, seems as though things are different. Seeing William Nylander engaged in preseason games is different. So I believe that the Maple Leafs are going to have a better year than they did a, a season ago, which to me could equate a presence trophy in their future. Like I'm, I, you were mentioning teams that they should have beaten that they lost to. Dude, they got swept by Arizona last yeah, year. Yeah, one out of four points against Arizona. They got two out of eight points against the Buffalo Sabers. They got zero out of a potential four points against the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, let's see who else can I put into this conversation. They got. Two out of four points against the Los Angeles Kings. Why, like, the Leafs should beat the Kings. Like, those are the how many points did I rally off right there? Well, Ottawa, go to Ottawa. I guarantee you, they were a little bit better against Ottawa. They got six out of eight against Ottawa. Okay, so just over 500. So they went what three and one, I guess. Again, they got two out of six points against the Penguins. I would expect, and and one of those losses came to the Wilkes Barre Scranton team early in the year. Remember that. Oh, oh God! It's a, a game like walk. that. A game like that. I should not expect to see the least play this year. You're no. going to have a couple of stinkers, 
it's going to happen. But a game like that should not happen this year. Dude, we're going to get into this on tomorrow's episode when we tee up the season opener against Montreal Canadiens. But if you go ahead and you like go to, to daily faceoff, go look at what that blue line looks like right now for the Montreal Canadiens. If they don't score five, six goals on Wednesday, to me, it's an utter failure because they should absolutely fill the net. Absolutely fill the net against that team. But in years past, those have been trap games and they fell for the trap. If this truly is a different team, maybe they won't fall for it and uh, they can get themselves some valuable points, play up to their opponents that they're supposed to, the guys in their stratosphere, the Colorados, the Calgarys, the Tampas, the Bostons of the world, and uh, end up with a President's Trophy win, which, again, would give them home ice advantage if they did make it all the way to the Stanley Cup final, would also give themselves a, a little advantage there with home ice. Speaking of the Stanley Cup final, David, who do you have as your cup final? Who's the winner out of the West? Who's coming out of the East? And then give me your ultimate Stanley Cup champion. Okay. So I have it as the Rangers and the Flames as my cup final. The reason why I'm not picking the Leafs is out of two things. One, I don't want to pick the Leafs out of Jinx. <laughs> and they need a win around before I can predict them to even be in a cup final. That's going to be my mantra going forward. Fair. I just think the Rangers, I think with Shesterkin, they got, if you got the goaltending, and I think, and in my bold prediction, I'm going to also explain why I think the Rangers will take the next step to get to the cup final. I think it's going to be them. I think it's going to be Calgary. Calgary just screams like a team that everyone was underestimating after they lost Goudreau and Kachuk. And they're going to ride that thing as long as they can. And they're going to ride all the way to the Stanley Cup final. I think if they didn't lose to the Oilers, they would definitely have given Colorado a good run for their money to make it to the Cup final last year. They didn't play the most inspiring hockey, but they played tough playoff hockey. And so I I think, but but I'm going to go with the Rangers to win it. So you got the Rangers coming out of the East being the flames becoming the stanley cup champions i do david i believe for the first time in 30 years we're going to have a canadian team win the stanley cup no i'm worried now for the first time in 30 years because i too have the calgary flames coming out of the west okay and the Toronto Maple Leafs coming out of the East. And, buddy, get ready. We're partying on Young Street come June, pal. I got the Toronto Maple Leafs winning the Stanley Cup. I'm telling you, this is the year. Everything is working out the way that the Leafs wanted it to. I think this is the deepest team that they've been able to put forward. I think Tampa – look. They're a terrific playoff team at some point. At some point, you got to think all these long, deep runs, it's going to catch up to them. So if the Maple Leafs, if this is also an if, can get through round one, and if they can get over the Tampa Bay Lightning, that hump, which they'll probably have to play in round two, most likely, I can see them beating any team in the Metro, whoever comes out of it, even if it is the New York Rangers. The Leafs played the Rangers really well last year. 
Like I think they can honestly defeat them. And when it comes to playing them in the Flames, it's a 50-50 shot. But if I got the Leafs win the President's Trophy, they got home ice advantage, I'll give them the home ice tilt. And the Maple Leafs will be victorious and be raising Lord Stanley in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final. Austin Matthews with the game winner in overtime. That's you telling me I went through all that to not jinx, potentially jinx the Leafs, only to have you potentially jinx the Leafs? Well, now you jinx them by not having them go far. I will also say this about Tampa. Losing Andre Polat, I don't think many people are talking about that. And Ryan McDonough. Ryan McDonough. Uh, Philip Myers, who they brought in on that trade from in that trade for Ryan McDonough, is going to be it was placed on waivers and I yeah I, that may have been more of a paper transaction to get yeah. like cap compliant and then ltir they'll be able to call him back up but he that was weird because remember i talked about the maple Leafs being creative trading for him and you could actually if you bought him out uh-huh. this year he would have made money you made cap space by buying him out literally would have made cap space and i thought it was genius of the lightning to do that and then they kept him and now it's a curious move because now they've got him i think he's making over two million dollars like two and a half million and it's like this guy's barely an nhler it's a curious move there and anthony sorelli is not starting the season with them i mean that's a big loss for them that is that is definitely a big big loss uh for them is brain brain points healthy right from his from his injury yeah he's good to go so, yeah, I think uh, it's yeah. – hopefully I didn't jinx them, Dave. Hopefully I didn't jinx them, but uh, it's locked on. It's locked on. I will be happy to be wrong, let's just say. It's locked on lease. We got to give some love to our boys, our boys in blue. All right, what is your bold prediction? League-wide bold prediction, Dave. So I saw this percolating on a couple of spots, and I kind of jumped on this bandwagon. I know we had talked about the lease being a Patrick Kane trade destination. Uh-huh. The reason why I had the Rangers going all the way is I think they're going to be the ones who land Patty Kane at the trade. Ooh, deadline. I like that. I like that a lot. Man, that is a great bull prediction. They that got two first prediction. round picks. There's yeah. now the stars with that that trade that they made. Oh, yeah, Lundqvist. And I think they got decent prospects. And I think that, like that's a that's a team Patty Kane will love to go to. Oh yeah, going to the Big Apple, like I mean, the guy's an American going Reuniting. for American. What's that? Reuniting with his boy Artemi Panarin, who he did not want to see leave Chicago. That's right. That's right, dude. I like that a lot. Oh man, that if he doesn't come to Toronto, that's got to happen. Yeah, that's got to happen. Got to happen. Which I don't expect him to come to Toronto. If, so if Chicago, if Chicago robs us of that opportunity, then they should not be allowed to get the first overall pick. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Well, I like that. that. That's a good prediction. Good prediction. Um I think Connor McDavid's gonna score 150 points this year. Ooh. hundred and fifty points. He had 123 last year. So can he get twenty-seven more points? I believe he can because the tear that that guy went on in the playoffs and early in the year, I mean, there was a point in the season, I think it was about 30 games or so in 
where he was on pace for 150 points. It was insane. And then he kind of hit a bit of a spill. But now insert Evander Kane into the mix. Dylan Holloway into the mix. Yeah. Right? Like, he now has players to play off of that can help him, like, finish off some of those assists that he, like, imagine how many more assists he would have if he had guys who could finish. Like, the guy, the guy will score as many goals as he can, and he tries to set you up because he'll suck in all these defenders, and then he gets wide open Zach Cassian on the other side of the of the ice, but Zach Cassian can't bury and finish. Now you've got Evander Kane. How many more assists is this guy going to pile up? And yeah. I think this is a year, too, where McDavid, like, he could score 50 goals this year. Like, this, this, this is a season where I think this guy's going to take over the league. 50 goals, 150 points, massive year out of Connor McDavid. Can I can I read you something quickly that Connor McDavid said back in September? Okay, I'm gonna. He talked on the talked with Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick on the 32 Thought podcast. Gotcha. Scoring goals is the hardest thing to do in this league, so it's a pretty good thing to focus on. Definitely can be a little more selfish. Mm. And who was he studying this off season to get there? Austin Matthews. Oh, those guys skate together in Arizona in the summers. <laughs> We know that Austin has has taken a you know a couple of pages out of Connor's book, and I think it's it's only fitting that Connor takes a page out of Matthew's goal scoring prowess book as well. I mean, those are the two best players in the NHL at this moment in time. One and two, easy, it's easy the, peasy. It's so. kind of the new Crosby Ovechkin rivalry in terms of Ovechkin's the goal scorer, Crosby is just the points and he you know what it's more you know it's more like honestly it's more like gretzky lemieux that's not a bad one either it's more like a gretzky lemieux than it is a, a crosby ovechkin just because like ov is a winger you know how high can you put wingers but but like in terms of being a, a marquee like this guy versus this guy yes i understand that but in terms of you know what it was like gretzky lemieux that's kind of like you know, McDavid, Matthews. Like, McDavid's known as the, the best guy in the NHL, but Matthews, to me, is the best all-around player in the league. All-around player. Most flashy skilled, McDavid. You could say the exact same thing about Gretzky. Was he the most skilled player in the league at the time? Absolutely. Go look up his stats when he was scoring eight points, nine points a game. But Lemieux was the more dominant and the more well-rounded player. Yeah, in my opinion, and in many other people's opinions as well. So that that's the where where I look at those two. I I, I like I I link it back another generation before that than a new Crosby Ovechkin. And to add to the McDavid took the most shots in his career last year, mm-hmm. and the shooting percentage was only fourteen percent. His career high was seventeen. So if he gets seventeen percent while taking more shots, he clears fifty easily. That's yeah, and he had 44 last year. Yeah, so, so the goals might not be the one that gets, but I think you're right about the assists. He did have a career high 123 assists last year. No, he didn't. Oh, sorry, 123 points. Yes, <laughs> but I also 79 was the higher career assists. Of, yes, yeah, that's, that's more likely. And and dude, and assists. Could he do 50 and 100? 
Maybe, man. Maybe he can, especially on that power play. Like, that's the thing, too. Keep in mind, like, one of my, my favorite stat that I, I – I, anytime I can talk about it, I can. At five on five, he scored the exact same amount of points as Michael Bunting did. Right? Imagine his five on five numbers improve now that he has an actual player with him like Evander Kane. Now he's going to be up there instead of getting, was it 56, maybe 58 points at five on five? Now we're looking at a guy who can get you 70, 80 points at five on five because he actually has a partner next to him who can work with him and is just as good and just as dominant. So that's another reason why as well is, and I completely forgot to bring that point up, but his five on five numbers aren't as high as they should be for how good he is. Not nearly as high as they should be there. He's tied with Michael Bunting for Pete's sake, <laughs> love bunts, but like dog, you gotta be right. You gotta be at the top of that list. And to get to that top of the list, you have to be up in the 70, 70 to 75. So if he gets there and that's an extra 20 points at five on five, I mean, that's not that far off. Now you just got to make up seven points somewhere else and you've hit 150 from your last year's totals. I think it's possible, man. I think it's possible. It's bold, it's possible. but it's possible. All right. That, that will do it for us here today on the podcast. I'd like to thank you for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Locked On Leafs podcast on all podcasts and platforms and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow Dave at D underscore Morisuti. Follow the show at Locked On Leafs. Go ahead, leave us a like and a comment down on YouTube. Let us know your thoughts on the final team down below. And what's your league-wide bold prediction? Don't tell us your least prediction because tomorrow Dave and I will be hopping on the pod for uh, what will be the Leafs season opener. We're going to be teeing up the game against the Montreal Canadiens, going through our season overs, unders, and then also giving our bold lease prediction as well. So don't give us that one. Wait for tomorrow's episode. Check back here for it to get that. But let us know down below a league-wide prediction you got. All right, that does it for us. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. Enjoy opening day of the NHL. A couple of games tonight to watch. Until then, keep it locked right here on Locked On Leafs.